Welcome into the DNVR Avalanche Podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code DNVR when you sign up for a new account to get amazing odds boosts every single day. Rudo, Megan, AJ, Blaze coming at you as the Avs choke it out in Game 5. Lose 5-4 to four in overtime in a game they led 3-0. Going to give you a little bit of perspective from both sides of the aisle here. Number one. This is certainly the biggest playoff choke in recent Avalanche memory, if not in Avalanche history. Number two, if they win game six, nobody will remember this. So we'll see. We'll see where the series goes. This isn't about the series, though. This is about a game that the Avs straight up blew. There's no two ways around it. The Avs choked away what should have been a series-clinching game in round two. I think anyone not named Nathan McKinnon knows they need to be better than they were in this hockey game, and it's as simple as that. Where do we want to start? Do we want to start from the top when things were good, or do we want to just dive into the bad? None of the good matters. Not wrong. I mean, I don't... This should be a pretty short show, to be honest. We'll see. We'll see where it takes us. There there really isn't a lot to say about it. They had the series. And then when they they lost it, Nathan McKinnon gave it back to him. Yep. By himself. Yep. And then they just couldn't... I mean, Darcy Kemper can't make a fucking save. Yep. Yep. Goals two, three, four... Make Five. one of them. What the fuck are you doing on all of them? You gotta make one of them. I don't want to hear about posting in on any of that shit. Make a goddamn save. Uh, and the and re- like the defense in front of him, not clearing pucks. Yep. They're not getting to anything. Just terrible puck management. Everything about it was bad. It was just brutal hockey. It was brutally bad hockey. It was it was a team not ready for that moment. Yep. I mean, you all year you you were talking about oh they're prepped for this and this and that and. Blah, 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 blah. And then when you had to have it, I mean, it, you push comes to shove, you're in the moment. And you throw all of it away. Do you get bad bounces against you? Yeah, totally. Like, you're talking about random pucks, just guys are swatting at pucks that are bouncing in. But you also got great puck luck to build a 3 nothing lead. You can't whine about anything other than you played like dog shit and you had a goaltender that let you down in the biggest moment of the year. At the end, even at 4-4 in overtime, yep, there's nobody else to say anything about anything other than Darcy Kemper has to make that save. Yep. Yep. I mean, that's there. there's no level of mental gymnastic at 4-4 in overtime that makes that, the, that's the game-winning goal. It's just, un, I, I would say it's unacceptable, but what do you do? He's your game six goalie. Yeah. You, the, you're yeah. not playing Frankie. You're... The, uh, the reality is, is that you just have to have but better. Th- there's no, dude. there's no secret sauce here. He has to be better. You finally got your superstar performance from your superstar, and your goaltender tossed it in the cho- bin, choked all of it away again. Yep. You invested so much into Darcy Kemper, and you watched him have such a good year, and he's just been okay in the postseason. He's been good enough in the postseason, and then in the third period, you had to have it. He had to. He just had to be better. He just had to be better. Yep. And he was the worst player out of a, out of a bunch of guys that shit the bed. Yep. 
That's all it is. I mean, I, I don't know what else to say about it. The rest of this, just how they got there, McKinnon's greatness throughout the game, Colorado finally getting a little bit of puck luck, things breaking their way. All of it gets erased because he can't stop a, a an unscreened slap shot from the point that's not special. Man, I, But even before that, you have the rebound control. The rebound control was just awful. And then on top of it, you have defensemen not playing yeah, to the whistle. I, I Look, not making any excuses for Darcy Kemper here, but two, at least, probably three of those goals never develop if the Avs clear a hockey puck. I mean, you, you true. Yeah, you have you have the play that you want to get an empty net goal. You win off the faceoff. You get it, and Landis Cog can't finish. He yep. can't make the play. But when a puck hits you in the chest, in the logo, and then drops to the back of your pads and scoots out the other side, I mean that's just that's bad. You look at rebound you look control. At all of the goals. In the second one, people got mad at me because I was like, "What's Darcy Kemper doing? A goal." It's, it's a great shot, posting in, and all this bullshit, and it's fucking not. I he's too deep into his net. He's not reading the play well. He's playing like shit. I don't think and it just got worse from there. I don't. He only got worse. I don't think you can blame Darcy solely for any one goal. Yes, you could ask him to play better on any one goal, but it's the accumulation of all of them where you go, this is bullshit. Yeah, you cannot. The dude couldn't give you one save. He couldn't give you one when it mattered. You ban fake Tim Peel. And if it's real Tim Peel, you're a fucking loser, dude. (laughs) Now I hope it is real Tim Peel. I don't give a shit if it is or not. (laughs) Okay. Let's run down the game in chronological order. Not because it's fun, but because that's our job. The Avs played extremely well in the first period. They get their first lead in the in the first period, yes, but also their first first goal of the series. They capitalize on special teams to end up two nothing after the first. You're feeling great about this hockey team. Halfway through the second period, it's three nothing because Nathan McKinnon is on a mission. Yep, you feel great. They give one away in the second period. St. Louis's best goal of the game, I would argue, the one goal that you can't complain about Darcy Kemper on. No issues with that goal against. I mean, your your issue is that there's just a free puck sitting right. there yeah. for Tarasenko to just fire at him. Sitting and in the slot. Valdechuskin drops his stick, never makes any attempt to go and pick it up, and then goes and screens his own goaltender. Yep. Like doesn't do anything on that shift. And it's just bad fucking hockey, yeah. and then a great finish. Like, yep. Like, like the Blues, the the, the Blues. Uh, we're gonna look at this from Colorado's side of this. Of course, there's plenty of credit. Yeah. Oh, they they just kept working and working and working. They never they, quit. They, they capitalized had, on they their had chances. Every opportunity to, to pack it in and just say, "Look, this just isn't our year. It's three nothing. We're in Denver. Now they've won. Eight. Yeah, and well, it is what it is. It is what it is. I, I mean, they just. The, the the blues the blues after completely emotionally unraveling in St. Louis in game 4 and the abs looked like the championship team because they were the ones that kept a cool head and just said we're here to play hockey and all this other stuff and then the then the abs emotionally unraveled on home ice in game 5 
not just on ice. I mean, period three, really. Yeah, it, it, I thought they played uh, fine. You uh, look, I I think things started to fray a little bit in the last six seven minutes of period two, but it was not collapse at that point. No, period three started slow. Started with the Evs deciding that offense was optional, and immediately ran into a tailspin of struggling to make basic fundamental hockey plays. There is no excuse for what that third period looked like. They just played two perfect third periods in St. Louis. Yep. One goal leads. Perfect third period. They locked it down, got an insurance goal, didn't give anything up defensively. And really, like in terms of the amount of chances they were giving up, they were doing fine through most of the third period. Yeah. It was they just it was, it was just low event. The problem was that the, the, they weren't doing anything with the, the puck themselves, and they were just waiting for St. At, Louis to do. They that. had no interest in playing beyond. They were the red hoping line. to win instead of playing to win. instead of winning. Yeah, I mean, if you look at the tape of the Avs, their transition game is strong. Obviously, strong in the offensive zone. But if you can trap them down against the boards in their zone. You see soft plays and panic a lot of the time, and that's what you saw in the and third it's period all tonight. Over their defense. Soft. It wasn't. It wasn't. Oh, Jack Johnson was whiffing on this, and boy, do you miss Sam Gerrard. It was Kale McCarr and Devon Tate yeah, and yeah. Eric Johnson. Bad reads, bad puck decisions, bad everything. All over the. It was all of them, man. Yeah. It, there wasn't one guy it, on that back end that bottom. you looked at and was like, man, that guy. It, for some reason, this guy is immune to the bed it, shitting going on around him. It went well beyond <laughs> the back just, end. It was just infectious. It they was, all did it. It was, the, it was the forwards, too. It was literally everyone not named Nathan McKinnon. There's not a single dude in that room that can look Nathan McKinnon in the eye after this hockey game. He's got the knife tonight. Nathan McKinnon gets the knife tonight. It's... It's tough. It, it's tough. You want adversity? It doesn't get any more adverse than this. Well, wait for another game. <laughs> Got two chan- two cracks at it. You get two cracks. Still, absolutely. I'm sure we'll talk about that a little bit more. Well, now St. Louis gets to play free because now they have the momentum. Yep. Now they feel great. Ah, well. Going back home. We choked this away at home once already, but now all we got to do is go back and win another one, and then you're in a game seven, and everybody knows that game seven is just one of those things. Flip a coin for game sevens. Yeah. And now the, the pressure goes from not on Colorado at all to now it's through the roof. Yeah. I mean, it's... Game six is an elimination game, but like, how tight is that team if they come back here for a game seven? Yeah. I don't know if I'm here for this take. We've watched the Abs come back. I don't, I don't know in why, multiple playoff series. I don't. I don't know why we would feel in any level of confidence if they. And, and obviously, I'm projecting and saying if they were to lose game six in yeah. this case, why they would feel good about themselves. I can understand. Hey, if they can if they can emotionally bend tonight and come back out clean slated for Game Six, get back to work, get back to the, all the things that built them a, a, a three nothing lead halfway through a three one series. I mean, they were they had it. They were in control. They did everything to put themselves in position to be moving on tonight. 
and then threw all of it yeah, away. It, all of it, they undid all of it. So now they've got to climb the mountain again. They've got to get back to work, and this, there's no better emotional test than throwing yeah, a game away I, like I, this. One hundred percent. The Avs. We said it when this game was three-one. The Avs have to close, and they fucking didn't. But they get another chance. They get two more chances if they need. And I'm sure people are all over the spectrum. Certainly. This game is going to put an immediate effect on how people feel about this team and how the Avs feel about themselves. Yep. But, and we're here to talk about the game. And there's going to be a lot of the Avs shoulda, the Avs coulda, the Avs woulda. They didn't. But that doesn't mean they won't in the future. Yeah, I'm not I'm not gonna bury game six. It hasn't happened yet. It's two days away, but you just you'll never get a better chance. You have a three nothing lead, you're on home ice, you're fucking rolling. You have power plays. Yeah, you do every I mean you have everything. You you're up three two in the third period with five minutes to play. It's an you untenable choke. It's an untenable choke. There's Nathan, no denying. Nathan that. McKinnon gives you the superstar moment. He gives you the hat trick. The superstar moment, the solo play. He goes end-to-end and does everything for you. Gives you a, a lead with two minutes, and you can't finish, man. I, I just don't under... I don't understand. I, I just don't understand how... What what more there is to say. You had you had the world in your hands, and you dropped it. Yep. And that's it. That's all there is to it. They did everything to put themselves in position to win. They got a second chance after they'd blown it once. McKinnon by himself gave him a second chance, and they just didn't. Uh, they just blew it. Yeah. They just blew it, and we'll see. We'll see. I mean, they get to decide their fate, right? Like they, this is their legacy. I'm sure I'm too young to remember every game that got played, but I'm sure that the Avs that won cups blew games too. Yep. I. I don't remember any specific cases of it, but I'm no doubt that it happened. Yep. But that, in that situation, I mean, it's it's just not it's just not good enough, man. Agreed. There is no no justifying this game from the answer. There's nothing that but you can it, say. It wasn't even like a bad effort or a bad game or anything. They were just fine. They were rolling. They it dominated was, the first I, period. I, I, it was one actual dumpster fire of a period. And even then, I mean, it. This is the same thing as Game 7 against Dallas where you cut through all of the bullshit. You have a one-goal lead in the final five minutes of a game. All you got to do is just finish. You've all the bullshit, all the roller coaster, all of everything else. You are in position, and you just don't get it done. Yep. It's a bit rough in here at the moment. Well, I mean, what do you want? There's no... any positive that you draw from tonight? Okay, Nathan McKinnon showed up. Great. I don't. He I, has a hat trick. I'm not asking for he something. He has a four point night, but is he gonna do it again? You can't ask for anything more than that. No, d- agreed. You can't ask for anything more of Nathan McKinnon. You can ask for more of literally anyone else. And I, I, Megan, are you are you piling on? here or are you given something else i'm just gonna give something else it's not necessarily a positive perspective and i don't think it's really a different perspective it's probably in line with how everyone is feeling right now 
But in the same way that tonight, Nathan McKinnon finally showed up for this series in a big way, and it's the Nathan McKinnon that we're used to seeing. St. Louis also unlocked areas of their game that they expected from their team all season and having 920 goal scorers, they finally found their offense. And these things both happened to happen in the same game. And that's credit to St. Louis because throughout this series, I don't know that the Colorado Avalanche have been a superior team. They've just had a lot of answers to St. Louis Blues problems. And tonight, St. Louis found the answers to their problems. And I don't think that this changes the possibility of the Avalanche being able to win game six. It just, the ice is now tilted a little bit more evenly. Even in the first period of this game, the Avs, the first 10 minutes, it was tilted in their favor heavily because they were playing better. But St. Louis began to find some of those answers in their offense. Um, and it felt like at that 10 minute mark in the first period, the Avs let off the gas a little bit, and it was a questionable decision. I felt like they played the second period like a third period, in that the like in like a third period wherein they had a lead and they only had a little bit of time left on the clock that they needed to hold on to. And I feel like a lot of that momentum was lost in the second period, and that only carried into the third where it just was extinguished completely. And this revealed to St. Louis, and ex it exposed a vulnerability in the Avalanche goaltending and I think that's only something that's going to be exposed and expected to uh, be a weak area going into game six but it just demands a better effort from everybody on both sides like I don't think St. Louis is looking at this as we have all the answers now moving forward but now we have a few more yeah it's 100% worth noting that and we say this a lot there are two teams out there you can't just wash over St. Louis and say this is only the Evs, which don't get me wrong. I 100% believe the Evs beat themselves tonight. But a lesser team than St. Louis probably doesn't get it over the finish line. A team like Nashville, the Evs probably get away with that third period. But they didn't because this is the second round of the playoffs. Every team is good. And if you slip, they will beat you. Yep. So, it's just part of the deal. We are brought to you by Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer of DNVR. You can get one here at the bar or at a local liquor store near you. They are also giving away tickets to every single home game for the Abs in the playoffs. No matter what happens, there will be at least one more home game for the Abs in the playoffs. Hopefully more, but at least one. So, Go over to breckbrew.com. Get yourself signed up for a chance to win some free playoff tickets with the Avs. Get in there. Go be in the building. Have a good time. Have a great time. Because playoff hockey is something. <laughs> Sometimes it's fun. Sometimes it's an unmitigated disaster. It's always fun. I feel like we experienced both of those things in this hockey game. You can't tell me you weren't having fun as an Avs fan when it was 3-0. I also don't think you enjoyed any of that third period. or Well, no, you enjoyed the McKinnon goal. That was enjoyable. You know what's interesting about that goal is the bench reaction was exuberant. And Bednar didn't flinch. He had absolutely no reaction. And I think that was him reacting to how the game had been going at that point in the third period. I think he knew that that didn't really mean anything, even though it gave them 4-3 lead 
think he knew in that moment that the team just wasn't playing good enough. Yeah, they weren't. They were not good enough in the third period. Even with a hat trick. Even even with a McKinnon hat trick. And we're also brought to you by Avaca TV, by the way. If you're here in the Denver metro area, you can get to avaca.tv slash dnvr. That's E-V-O-C-A dot TV slash DNVR. Use the DNVR code. You can get television for just 15 bucks a month. It's a box that hooks right into your TV. just needs an internet connection. It's got altitude. It's got Rocky Mountain Sports Network. I say it every time. It's AT&T Sports Network. Uh, it's got national channels, so it's got you covered sports-wise. It even has a DNVR channel. So go over there. Sign up with Avaca. It's 15 bucks a month for the first three months and only 25 bucks a month after that. So it's a great deal. Check them out today. Avaca.tv slash DNVR. Second period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Let's let's have one positive moment at least. King of the game is obviously Nathan McKinnon in what should have been an all-time playoff performance for a Colorado Avalanche player. Not just a hat trick. He was involved with an assist in the Avs' other goal, a four-point night. Should have single-handedly willed this team to the conference finals, but the team just let him down. Nathan McKinnon is... It's incredible because... No one is going to remember this hockey game from Nathan McKinnon, no matter what way the series ends. 20 years from now, this Nathan McKinnon hat trick, this unbelievable performance will at best be a footnote under a bigger storyline of the Avs finally did the thing or the Avs choked it away again. So if we're not going to remember it in the long term, we deserve to remember it right now. Yes, the game sucked. Yes, you should probably feel pretty bad about it. But Nathan McKinnon was awesome. That's the dude that takes you places. That's the guy that you look at and you go, yeah, I can get behind that guy. I can, I can live or die with that guy leading the hockey team. So... On a closeout game, the big dog was the big dog. Yeah. He closed out. Now, the other people around him just didn't follow his lead, which is just very upsetting, especially. I mean, it was a special performance from him tonight. Again, never never doubting what was going on. Puts you in the lead. Puts you in the chance to win. And the guys just didn't follow his lead, and it sucks. <laughs> yeah, it Again, no one's here saying you should be happy about the game, the way this game. We're actively saying you should be significantly upset about this hockey game. Yeah, we got to be able to put it away, and tomorrow's a new day, though. I mean, yep. that's, Amen. It's the same as in life. Any of us have shitty days. Things don't go our way. Well, the great thing about life is that we get to wake up tomorrow and get another crack at it. Great thing about the NHL postseason. It's the best of seven. The Avs have another shot to close this thing out on Friday. It's just going to be harder to do. It's in St. Louis. Fourth win, always the toughest to get. Blah, 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 that bullshit. We know all that. It's just 
their life just got harder today. Now they have to wake up tomorrow and they have to get back to work. They have to wake up Friday. Future yeah. abs. They got to reclimb all of the mountains that they climbed. They they it was like it was like getting it's like being able to see the summit. Yep. It's like be, it's like the wind is blowing the snow of the summit onto you. You're close enough <laughs> to the thing. Yep. Right? And then you just slide off the fucking mountain. Yeah. And all right, well, that sucks. But you didn't die. It's not over. You have to get back up and get back to it. Yep. This is the stuff that this is what championship metal is. This is how it's created. Iron sharpens iron. And that's that's all this this is. This is just an opportunity to get better tomorrow. And if they don't, then they don't. And they don't deserve to move on in the postseason. And that's just all there is to it. Like there's no hiding. Yep. In a best of seven. Yep. There's no hiding. You had every opportunity to finish it tonight, and you didn't, and that sucks. But you have another chance on Friday. You hope that you don't need the extra chance at home, especially since you've somehow lost two games in this series on home. Both at home. And, I I mean, you just – it's an opportunity for them to to, to learn from it and to get better tomorrow. This is the kind of shit Calvin's dad always used to tell him. Uh, This is what builds character. This is – I disagree, Brandon. We've never heard this tale before. Not with this team. This team has never been in the driver's seat of a series. Every, every Not in year, the second every round. Every year is its own unique set of challenges, and I'm so sick of this. Oh, we just keep seeing this over and over and over. If you just look at the end result, that's fine. Then, yeah, it's all the same. Then we'll see you next year. There's no point in being here for the next few games if this is all just the same to you. Because all you care about is end results. They weren't. Those sausages didn't get made the same. This one isn't the same. It's not the same team. It's not the same group. It's it's. This is why we live our lives. This is why they play games, because it's an opportunity to prove you're capable of this. It's why it's so difficult to win a Stanley Cup, because you have to go through things to do it. Yep. It's that's just that's just how life is. You either you can either prove that you deserve to be called a champion, or you're just one of the many teams that gets forgotten about. Yep. That's it. Yep. It's it's part of the process. It's part of yeah, the journey. The Avs haven't won a championship. It's, they aren't anything. Right now they're hopeful. Right yep. now they want to believe. It's fine. Yeah. It's. I said this the other night. After a hockey game and everyone predicting how this series ends, good or bad, ourselves included. Look, man, if end results are the only thing that matters to you, I genuinely, I hope somebody gives you a hug. <laughs> no one knows how this series is going to end today. No, not a single person actually knows. Everyone would just be guessing. Yeah. And that's why you tune in. Because if you knew, you wouldn't bother. If you know how the series ends, why are you here? That's all. That's all I have to say on that topic. I want to go through some of the other negatives in this hockey game because we have talked about Darcy Kemper. And at the end of the day, yeah, unacceptable. But... When you look into the rest of this team in the third period, 
every single facet of the Avs game in the defensive zone broke down. And look, sometimes execution isn't there. I get it. Sometimes things don't go your way with a bounce. I get it. But the part that I really struggle with is when you see the Avs starting to lose the battles in the defensive zone, failing to win pucks and push things the correct direction. There are a lot of things in hockey you can't control. Pushing it to the absolute limit is something you can control. And for the first time, the Avs had to face a proper good hockey team with their backs against the wall tonight. And that team was better than Colorado when it came down to it. You guys realize we have no control over what's being played in the bar, right? Absolutely none. Yeah. You guys are like freaking out about Gloria. Meaning I'm not aware of? There was a few Blues fans here tonight. It's a fucking tremendous troll by whoever's here doing it. Oh, excellent. Well played. It would feel a lot worse if it was game seven, though. So there is no complicated process here. And uh, look, we are usually a podcast. We are usually people that dig into the nitty gritty of a hockey game, the how the bread gets made, as Even AJ puts dude it. dude that's obsessed with my behavior, it's been going on all night. It's fucking weird. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's you can obsess over that, my man. I I don't know. Like, do we feel that the Avs are capable of better? Let's start here. Or are we in a boat where the Avs are a team that just can't live up to them at the moment? I mean, dude, that, that's what fucking Friday's about. Sure. They were there tonight, and they didn't live up to the moment. I so, agree. All right, it failed that test. Is that end? Is that end-all, be-all? No. Okay. The, is the series over? No. Then no. Thank you. <laughs> Give me... Uh, I, I, I'm not here to rank every ass player. You can go read our grades for that. But where are you looking for building blocks on this team to go off of in the next game besides Nathan McKinnon? I thought Bo Byram looked great tonight. I thought he played a good game. On a defense that certainly struggled in the third period. I mean, he was their best defenseman. I don't disagree. I mean, once again, we saw that when the Avs were on their A game, they just take it to St. Louis. At their at St. Louis's best, they're still struggling to create quality chances. Because again, without Darcy Kemper completely shitting the bed, this is we're yeah. partying right now. Yeah. This is a different conversation. It's a different pod. But Darcy Kemper just rolled over and died in the biggest moment of his career. Which hey, this is a huge test for him too. The Avs rolled the dice with the guy and said. Yeah, he's doing the same thing that Jacob Markstrom is doing in Calgary right now. Yep. You, 
Right now, right now, you're watching goaltenders separate themselves and their teams as a result. You just need better. But really, like, you're as frustrated as you are, their puck management in the third period, as bad as it was, you go and look at the goal scored, and these aren't, like, great. They're not all they're not world by any stretch. They're, it's a bouncing puck that I think Toropchenko literally just slaps at, <laughs> gets a small piece of, and Kemper plays horribly and ends up in the back of his net. And then the the Robert Thomas, the, the last goal, the fourth goal. Yep. I mean, I, Thomas is just on the back door. Did, I, how do you let that puck this do is, that? The, like, the goals got worse as the game went on. By a massive, yeah, well, like, goal, everyone was worse the than the next. goal was horrific. That's a routine. Well, even on that fourth goal, too, right? That's the one I was saying. Was Kale McCarr didn't play to the whistle there. He actively didn't pick that guy up. He was looking at Kemper, thinking he had yeah. had saved it, and didn't come over to protect the backside of the net. Well, he's standing there. All he has to do is just see that he has to pick up the puck. Yeah. And see that, hey, he does not have this. No, like and, I said, he didn't play to the whistle there. He thought the play was over. Right. And I, I mean, that's a brain fart. I mean, that's all it is. You're not going to say, oh, Kale McCarr sucks. It's just a brain fart during a big moment in a big game. Uh... Well, and McCarr, like as as great as Kale Mc, uh, as as Kale McCarr was in the first one, first round, as great as Nathan McKinnon was in this game, Kale McCarr was bad. Yeah, like, absolutely. Throughout the game, was not actively good. Like he he moved well with the puck at times, but it's just yeah. You're once again having this conversation, which is why this like oh best ever and all this other shit. Like you know when you you know when that stuff gets decided now yeah. in the fucking postseason when you close series. Like, we look at Nathan McKinnon's point per game, and we're like, well, playoff Nate, what a beast. He's so good. He can't get out of the second round. Yo, I'm not here for that take after this game. Game game seven, zero points in multiple game sevens in his career. Here for that take if this game series gets to game seven. Tonight, I will hear no slander about Nathan McKinnon. All I'm saying is that those legacies are created in these moments. Yeah, absolutely. And we want want to watch Kale McCarr ascend the throne because – He's such a special talent, yep. and he's done so much already in his career. And you just watched it; it just didn't happen yep. in this game. He was as bad as any of them at the end of the game. All right. Really, none like, of this should matter, man. The defensive none zone face-off. None of this yeah. should matter. In the OT. Darcy Kemper just can't be that bad. I, yeah, look, he's so brutally bad. Look, there's more than one facet to a game, but yeah. The ultimately this one falls on Darcy Kemper's head to make one important save. Uh, we are brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. I see you, chat. I see all of I see the pessimists and the optimists both. Put your money where your mouth is and pick somebody to win the series. Go over to DraftKings, put some money down when you sign up with the DNVR code and you bet five dollars on the NBA playoffs. You don't even have to get the bet right. You get $150 in free bets. So you don't even really have to put your money where your mouth is. You can put DraftKings money where your mouth is. Go over there. Get some money in there. If you're too afraid to bet on the abs, you can bet on chess. It's an option. DraftKings, look, go have some fun over there. Maybe you need to blow off steam. Also an option. However you want to deal. Head over to DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. Other terms, restrictions, and conditions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. 
Of course, if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. How many shifts did Jared Bednar play in the game? What adjustment does Jared Bednar need to make at the end of the game? I don't... We sh- just we shouldn't even be acknowledging anyone blaming Jared Bednar. It just should not be acknowledged, and we should move on. Uh, also brought to you by Lightshade. Maybe you need to mellow out after this hockey game. Maybe that's what you need. I know my heart rate, heart rate was pumping in the overtime. <laughs> Obviously, it led to disappointment, but, you know, maybe you need a little bit of a relaxer. Lightshade's got you covered. Top to bottom, you can go get Ripple. It's super easy. Just pour it right into your drink. You can't even taste it, and you're good to go. Highly recommend one of Lightshade's 11 locations in the Denver metro area. You can get up to 25% off with code DNVR on not marked down products. So jump on it and go get a good deal. Third period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Let's get to some super chats. I didn't even insult the guy. I asked how many shifts Jared Bednar played. If you think that's an insult, then you are I don't, a fucking moron. I'm not. Now I've insulted you. I'm not willing to talk about Jared Bednar tonight because it's just not worth acknowledging. If you watch that third period and you blame Jared Bednar for that, I genuinely don't know what to tell you. I think you. it was more of the OT faceoff and the personnel that they had on the ice for the defensive zone faceoff when it's not. It was McKinnon taking the faceoff instead I, of having line two with Even that, the, Darcy Kemper gives up a routine fucking save. I, I, I'm, like, not disagree- I'm just saying that's probably what you're looking at, but I 100% agree with that. $10 from Tommy. Kemper looks uninterested and not invested, just going through the motions, Man. hoping the team can do it all in front of him, and he just chillax in a net. Just unacceptable effort. I don't agree. Uh, I think he absolutely shrunk from the moment, yeah. but I don't think it's lack of interest or effort. I think... I don't know how to draw that line with a goalie. Yeah. Everybody else has to skate around, and you can be like, well, that guy's not playing very hard. Yeah, there were some <laughs> horrible decisions made in front of him. Absolutely. That yeah. led to saves that might not have needed to be but made. Too. That's a, It's the hardest position on the play. ice. Yep. It's the hardest Brutally position on the ice. bad play from the team in front of yeah. Kemper in the third period. Yeah. And, then, and then Kemper... Like joined the the gang was like oh guess I'll play bad too. You guys are playing horribly. Great, this looks fun. Uh, I don't know. Five dollars from Real Politic. Hints of Miko's mindset in mic'd up package asking guys to give opportunities. Wants it but has to create chances. Can't be given. Take it, Moose. I mean the, the thing, the, the, our frustration with McKinnon, but well, like we saw it in the first round, right? Yep. With Miko, when was the last like great Miko game? When you yeah. feel like he actually turned it up. Like I, I genuinely like can't tell you. Game where you were like, man, Miko was a beast tonight. I mean, because he was slowing down at the end of the year, even what before we the do? playoffs. Yeah. yeah, like he got, he had that weird illness. Yep. Uh, that like he's out for what? He missed like a week or two. Yep. Yep. With a bug. Yep. And it was the same bug that went around the NHL. A bunch of guys got it and were really sick and never really recovered. But like, is that is that just it? Like, uh, I just don't. It's. It's so weird that we're now going on like a full month yeah. of Miko Ranton and just being nowhere, I, nowhere near yeah. the player that we've become accustomed yeah. to seeing for so much of his career. Even this year, we would bag on him and he would have a game like every like, <laughs> and they're like they're well, fifth game. he got three points tonight. Well. Every fourth or fifth game, he would be like, well, here's a fucking four-point night. Blow it out your ass. I'm still the man. And yeah. you're like, yeah, okay. Like, <laughs> fair enough. There hasn't been not one game like that in the playoffs. So you're yeah. just waiting for it. Like, it's yeah. it's it's weird, I guess. Yeah. I just, the playoffs, man, you just, they're unpredictable. You just never know 
Because Miko's been a really good playoff player in the past. Yes. And you look at his points, and you're, you, it's hard to... If you <laughs> just look at points, you'd be like, what's the issue here? Because he's not driving the play. You're right. He's, and that's what he's done in the well, past, why, is he drives the like, play. Splitting points into, is this yeah. a real point, or did he leech this? <laughs> you know? But it, it's... Anyway. Yeah. We have a lot of that, yeah. so I'll just shut up. <laughs> $5 from Doom. Thank you very much. Five dollars from Mike. I said this would be abs in six. I really did not see losing at home twice. F man, time to replenish the bruise and bring on game six. That should be their mindset too. Yep. Agreed. Didn't want to. Didn't want to be here, but you got to live in the world that you're in. Five dollars from Chad. I feel so bad for Mac. He's the only one that played with Killer Instinct. Pretty much. Yeah. I, I, again, this should have been. An all-timer for yep. Mac, and instead it will just be a footnote. Uh, Two dollars from Vincent. You guys worried about Kemp's? Let some soft ones in. Are you concerned? Yes. Yeah. Do you have a better option? No. Yeah, this Frankie stuff is not here for it. Kemper's been a streaky goalie. We've seen it this year, and they those streaks don't last very long, right? Like he'll have bad games, and he's had a streak of, I mean. He's got the wins, but those games are, you know, he's in the 800 save percentage. Been good, been good, good enough. enough. Yeah. But we haven't seen him elevate it where he was, what was that, back in March when he was on that? Playing lights out. Lights yeah. out hockey. Like, we need him to recapture that moving forward. But not just for the rest of the series, but if they want to move on further, he's got to get better through these series. He can't play like this and expect the Avs to come out of yeah. the West I, at all, I, even out of this series. I, you don't want to look too far ahead, but just trying to get a good game out of yeah. him in game six. But yeah, get, start, it like starts with one, one game. It starts yeah. with if one. You get a good Darcy Kemper game in game six. You probably close this thing out. Yep, because you just really haven't in the series. Uh, Two dollars from Vincent. Need some Colorado Kush to relieve my heart. <laughs> Mike Shade's got you. Next, thank you, Vincent. Five from Austin. Despite that shite. Let's stay positive. I don't think anyone would say the Blues were the better team tonight. Just got to finish and stay focused. Not the better team, but they closed. Yeah. Yep. S- scoreboard. Well, and then, and then scoreboard like, said. Right. I mean, you get you get lucky when the other team's goaltender totally the, shits the bed. They were the better team in the third period. So No doubt about that. You know what? Goalie's part of a team. And yep. Goalie Husso outplayed Darcy Kemper tonight. I mean, we saw in the end, he multiple did. huge saves from from Billy Husso. Billy Husso that could have put the game three out four, of reach. Nothing. Yeah, and it just they never got there. And Darcy Kemper did the exact opposite. Yep, yep. He they, folded the more that the, the the bigger the moment got, the worse he got. Well, the Blues just capitalized on their chances. Plain and simple. I mean, there was Avs chances where they, like you just said. Could have shut out the Blues from coming back, and the Avs didn't capitalize on them. Yep. $10 from Kyle. Heartbreaking, but I think the Avs kind of needed this. It's not supposed to be easy. The adversity might be the prescription to go out and get this done and not get bounced by Edmonton or Calgary next round. It's a, it's a good point, except I mean, for... This is the, it's good. It's actually good that they I, lost take. I, I, I don't think it's it. actually good, but there is no yesterday. There is no tomorrow. There is only right now. Look, in the playoffs, is just part of it. But <laughs> and in no, life, like dressing this up as 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 a good thing, it's not. Yeah. Adversity is just a thing you, that happens. You talk about you it. You have to find your way through it. It doesn't matter. 
Uh, good luck, bad luck, none of that matters. Adversity exists. You, you just, we all have to find. You, you talk point. about adversity in hindsight, right? After game six, we'll be saying, oh, they handled it. Their reaction to game five was great. Or they'll be saying, the abs are spiraling. If they go You're out like, and play yeah. a great game in game six and close the series. Right. Then, wow, look at the emotional maturity. Look at how much they grew up. Look how they handled a tough spot yep. and blah, 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 blah. It's the exact opposite of the conversation we're having right now. Yep. Yeah. Exact opposite. Uh, $5 from Ethan. I was going to send this to celebrate a new job and a new playoff series, but here we are. Hopefully, I'll get to send one on Friday, too. Well, congratulations Hopefully. on the new job, yeah. at least. Take the positives where you can get them. $5 from Doom. I really don't think this game is apocryphal as y'all are making it out to be. Remember, the 96 Avs lost Game 5 of the Western Conference Final to Detroit 5-2. So there's a specific game, but... I don't think it's apocryphal. I, I don't think any of us are saying it's apocryphal. This game was terrible, but just, this game makes, exists by itself. Yeah, it just makes your life harder. Yep. That's all it does. Game six will be what game six will be. The Avs still have two more opportunities if they need both to win the series. They are, yes, combined into one series, but each game is its own little universe. Uh, $10 from Colton. This is hard, yo. It's just that confusing Elden Ring mini-boss snow mountains out of Mole Hills, friends. I don't play Elden Ring, and I assume all the bosses are hard. They, so. <laughs> <laughs> they all just look like confusing puzzles. Yeah. Uh, $5 from Jack. Good content again tonight, lady and gents, from STL. Appreciate it, Jack. $20 more from Colton. Uh, it will be okay. We are never give up base are belong to us there you go five dollars from tommy miko is a ghost get that empty net shot in and we are done well that was landy but also yeah. just invisible all series talked about it yep five dollars from harrison literally all i want is for them to win so they can play my city's team or the team two hours away from me it would be my first <laughs> abs playoff game what team edmonton or Cal or is Calgary. he Edmonton? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yes. $2 from Vaguely Sober. They must take this L and learn from it. I don't I don't I honestly Game. don't know that there's that much to learn can't from still, this. Can't learn without getting an L. That's true, but also just play better. Like I don't think the lesson is that complicated here. Yeah, I mean, if they if they have a third period lead in Game 6 and they close it out like they did Games 3 and 4, you're like well, there's one real big anomaly. Yeah, right. Uh, seven from Randy. Best part of game was the Mac show, and second part was the great-looking chick sitting behind Bednar. Could we leave women trying to go to hockey games alone? Yeah. I mean, okay. Thank you for the dollars. Five dollars from Avalanche. Rudo, dude, you are a pro. What a transitional read. Abs get it Friday, starting the positive <laughs> vibes. Uh, thanks. Great, so we can work all weekend. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Ten from RTV. Hey, game five, Blues Wild. I said Blues would win in six and head to Denver, and the Abs are winning in six. I'm sticking with it. I mean, I picked the Abs in six in the series. I think. So. You and Jesse both picked them in six, I think. Me and Megan had the f five. in five, I think. So we we took the L on that one, but 
was feeling pretty good about the prediction halfway through the second period. <laughs> I was too. <laughs> uh, thank you for the 10, RTV. $2 from Kevin. Please, not another Vegas series again. Can't happen. Hmm. I, this, uh, to yeah. me, this series is nothing like Vegas. It's a completely different animal. But we talked about that already. Thank you for the two. It's own host of failures if they do it again. Yeah. $7 from Mark. Berkey back next game. Maybe. Sure. I don't. I don't know. Who are you sitting? Knack. I mean, we would have done that yeah. nine playoff games ago. Yeah, I was so. going to say, I would have done that game one against Nashville. Yeah. Uh, $5 from Ruler. As a Coyotes fan, even though we got your pick, I'm still rooting for you. Kemperer had a bad night, but he'll bounce back. Avs in seven. Ooh. Thank you for the five, Ruler. And $5 from Tyler. I'm stupidly mad that because of missed clears and awful goaltending, an all-time goal for Mac just became a nice goal in a losing effort. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's a real – so just a look, if, if you really want to extrapolate into way far into history, if this core never wins anything, that goal becomes a microcosm of this whole era of avalanche hockey. Yep. Trade up. Great highlight. Didn't matter. Means nothing. Yep. Uh – all right. I'm going to start this with I'm not going to tell you how to fan because everyone is entitled to watch hockey and do whatever they want. But ask yourselves, do you believe in the Colorado Avalanche? And if the answer is yes, I understand why you watch. If the answer is no, why do you watch? And you, like, genuine question. There is very likely a valid reason. Maybe you're a masochist and you love pain. <laughs> Maybe you have some other valid reason that I'm an, an idiot and don't understand. And that's fine. But the pain makes the peaks better. And maybe most years literally almost every year you're not going to see the peak I don't know if the abs are going to see the peak this year I don't know if the abs are going to see the peak this series this could end in devastation but if you don't believe that there is at least a chance that it can end in elation then I guess explain to me why you watch this hockey team and look there's a bunch of Blues fans in the chat that are like, yeah, I don't care about the Avs at all. Obviously, I, I don't believe in them. I want the Blues to win, I'm sure. But I am here, one, to do my job, but two, also to enjoy hockey. So I'm going to do just that and enjoy this series for what it is, which despite some poor play in the third period from the Avalanche... This was still a great hockey game. You still live for these moments in hockey games. And unfortunately, the abs came up short in this one. And that, that hurts. It hurts. Yeah. Get back up. Dust yourselves off. Go again. That's where I'm at. 
Any other final thoughts on the Avs? The series, some super chats. All right, let's get to those real quick. $20 from Drew. Need to give Mac a knife in the locker room. Get the other boys motivated with a little bit of fear. Brutal night, but better spending it with you guys. <laughs> get them motivated with fear. I mean, I'm, if it works, I'm, I won't knock it. A pro knife. <laughs> $5, Justin. Total confidence in this team. We got this Friday. Okay, apparently this came in before the show. What a way to waste a superb effort by Mac. Rest the team. Should be ashamed to take the ice in Game 6. By that logic, Mac should have been ashamed to take the ice in Game 5. He'd been kind of a ghost up to this point in the series. Five ninety nine from Urze. Do you guys think pressure is an issue for this squad? I'm trying to be optimistic, but just the past years of this team is worrying me. I'm thinking abs in seven. Love from Ohio. Keep it up. Yeah, I mean pressure. Pressure is a problem for everybody. Not everybody is a hundred percent under pressure. Yep. I mean, you don't get the credit for winning until you win, right? Yeah. Okay. Final thoughts. I, I, whatever you want to say about this series, this game, or otherwise. I mean, they just, collectively, they just choked this. And that sucked. So now we get to really figure out what, what they're made of over the next few days. Do they give us do they give us reason to believe in them moving forward, or do we go into an offseason wondering I mean, because if it's not now, if you, Three one with no with with their with with Ville Husso in net, not Jordan Binnington. Ville Husso hasn't played particularly well. No. Nope. Like, it's it's legitimately, and if not now, then when? And like, but the, can they can they keep this? Wow, this sucks to one night. Yep. Because if they can, and then fine. Then it doesn't suck anymore, does it? Right. Then they're in the <laughs> round. Then they're in the next round. And if they are, if they can't, then you know we'll see what happens in Game Seven. I mean, mean teams that win the cup have adversity against them. They also know how to come up big in clutch moments and big moments. Tonight wasn't one of those nights, but it wasn't a closeout series of a. Well, it was a closeout if the Avs win, but they still have two more cracks at it, right? So you take those lumps from tonight, and hopefully you don't just shy away from it. There we go. And you build off of what you did wrong in that game and fix it for the next one. It's all you can do. Yep. I think it's hard not to look at recent history and feel a little bit of trauma re exposed, but. One difference in this team compared to last year's, I think it's made up of more players who have had to play under this pressure than last year's team. I think they're mentally more mature, including new additions that came after the deadline. I think that just helped to make the team mentally tougher. Um, and I, that could be the secret sauce. It might not be, but it's something that makes them different. Okay. We don't know what's gonna happen on Friday. If there's a game seven, we don't know what's going to happen during that. But what we do know is that no matter what happens, you can find us right here on this YouTube channel talking about it. Good, bad, ugly, otherwise. We'll be here. Pre-game, post-game, off days, you name it. We'll be back tomorrow. 
with some kind of podcast at some point. So be sure to tune into that one. Uh, yeah, that's all I got. Brutal game. Well, well, one more super chat, I guess. $2 from Kyle. It ain't over till it's over. Let's go, Tribe. We appreciate all of y'all so very much. We hope we will see you for game six, win or lose. Until then, we will talk to you on the next one.